This is Open to Hope Radio, featuring Dr. Gloria Horsley and her daughter, Dr. Heidi Horsley, coming to you on behalf of the Open to Hope Foundation, dedicated to those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, here's Dr. Gloria. Welcome to Grief Relief. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host and daughter, Well, Heidi, we always love it when music uh, is on our show and when we have kind of a different perspective from uh, musicians, and uh, we're going to have that today, so we're excited about it. Do you want to introduce our guest? Sure, I'd love to, Mom. And like you said, we always love talking to musicians and having them on because music is such a deep way to talk about our grief and to feel our grief and to process it. So on that note, I'm going to introduce our guest, and we are going to talk about Music for the Soul today, and his name is is Steve Seiler, and Steve is the founder of Music for the Soul, a Christian ministry using the power of songs and stories as a bridge to hope and healing for those facing life's most difficult issues. Drink Deep, A Musical Journey Through Grief is his award-winning organization's 10th full-length project. Welcome to the show, Steve. Thank you so much for having me. It's it's great to have you on, and I know... Uh, our audience. I mean, we can't even begin to just barely touch the surface of everything you're doing. So I'm so grateful for the internet because people will be able to go in and access um, your website and and hear your music and learn more. So let's get just a little quick taste of who you are, Steve. Tell us about why, about your project, your organization, and why you did this. Well, it's interesting. When we first started Music for the Soul, I thought we would do a grief project first, uh, my, my reasoning being that this is something that everybody experiences. Um, you know, there are, nobody gets to stand on the sidelines on this one as much as we might like to. And uh, then as soon as we, we formed our organization, the president of our board of directors, wife, uh, she was 30 years old, uh, came down with breast cancer and had a double mastectomy. Uh, and so our attention was immediately drawn to that issue, so we wound up doing a project on breast cancer. And what what wound up happening was every time we'd go to do the next project, it would it would be almost as if one was handed to us, as if this is the one you're doing now. And it, it literally took until the uh, 10th year of our ministry uh, for the, the subject, of, subject of grief to come up in that fashion, where uh, a dear friend of mine uh, lost a daughter, uh, ironically, to breast cancer, and wrote a book on the topic of grief. And it was as I read her book uh, and, and was processing her story and the, and the stories that she shared that songs began to emerge, and it was clear to me that the time had finally come for us to take on the subject of grief with a full-length project. You say something on your website. I know you're a teacher, and you do all sorts of information, and you say something on your website that really struck me, and that is this. God has wired our brains to receive messages through song. That's an incredible thought. That's powerful, Mom. When I first started this organization, I started it because my own experience was, you know, just anecdotally through my, through my work, was seeing songs open people up and allow them to, to talk about and hear and experience things that they, they otherwise might be in denial about. You know, we all put up walls to, to protect ourselves. Uh, and music has a way of seeping through the cracks in those walls of defense mm-hmm. and, and opening up our heart to, to help us hear the word that we need to hear. 
And it was only later on through doing some, some research that I discovered that our brains are created in such a way as that we process melody uh, in the right hemisphere of the brain and process language primarily in the left. So when you sing to somebody a song with lyrics, it's literally the only art form that engages 100% of the brain. Oh, what an interesting thought. That, well, that, and that's the reason why a song is such a powerful way to deal with things, uh, because you're, you're, you're getting mind and heart, so to speak. This makes so much sense to me, Steve, because I had a client, a, a male client, that really wanted to access his tears, and he couldn't. And he wanted to cry mm-hmm. after his child died. And mm-hmm. he said he finally realized that if he listened to certain music, he could do that. That opened yeah. him up. Yeah, we've heard stories like that often. Uh, I had a therapist tell me that she had a, a client who had been abused and for two years couldn't cry about her abuse. And she played uh, the, the lady one of our songs, and she said she started crying, and she's just been letting it out ever since. So, um, you know, it's it, it's that kind of, uh, you know, affirmation, confirmation, if you will, of, of this process that, that gets us out of bed every day and, and, and helps us to keep uh, wanting to create these things for people. And you've had some incredible people join you on doing your music. One of them we had on the show uh, several weeks ago, Netta Whitaker LaFontaine, who, you know, is an amazing singer. And uh, we uh, had some music from your Drink Deep album, Every Single Tear. We played a little bit of that on the show. Really powerful, really wonderful. Uh, You know, how are you getting these people to come and join you? Well, you know, the the, the situation with Nita is that... uh, We've known each other literally since 1986. I had written a song called Forgotten Eyes. Uh, It was for uh, an organization called RP International, and they were working with kids who had uh, degenerative blindness. And at the time, Nita was an intensive care nurse working in Southern California. We were both living there, and a mutual friend introduced us and said, she's a wonderful singer. Well, this, this... was before her singing career took off. She's had a long, uh, successful singing career in Los Angeles. And then uh, about three or four years ago, her husband, Don, uh, came down with uh, with uh, illness and, and passed away quite suddenly. And so we, when we went to do this recording, I could think of no one better, either vocally or, of course, bringing the personal experience and heart to this issue than Nita because she had lived it out so recently. And I thought it was very courageous of her to make herself so vulnerable vulnerable to come and, and walk through these songs with us so recently after her husband's passing. That's interesting that you use the word vulnerable because music, uh, offering ourselves to listen to it, does make us vulnerable. And I can imagine writing it and going through the words and all that would could uh, make you feel vulnerable. I would like to now play uh, a little cut from your No Such Thing as Normal, right? And I I just wanted to read a little of the lyrics. And one of the things you're going to love is going to Steve's site and being able to read the lyrics because they're they're just wonderful. I'm just going to read kind of the first paragraph. We sit down at the table. Our eyes cannot avoid the empty chair. I pick up the phone to call you and suddenly remember you're not there. That impacted me because I thought about when my mother died. There are so many times you want to call your parents and get some information. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you realize they're not there to give you this information. Yeah, with my mom, you know, my mom has always been in my life the person when everything's falling apart, you know, you call mom and, 
and she always called me Angel Boy. <laughs> and the first time after Mom passed, and I realized I needed that, that pick-me-up, and I realized nobody was ever going to call me Angel Boy again. <laughs> wow, that was a hard one. Yeah. Well, let's uh, have a little listen to this song. And what album is this from? This is from Drink Deep, a journey, a musical journey through grief. And did you want to say who wrote it? Uh, no such thing as normal. Uh, Scott Crepain, Tony Wood, and myself wrote this song. And then who sings it? Scott. Scott Crepain. No such thing as normal. We sit down at the table Our eyes cannot avoid The empty chair I pick up the phone to call you And suddenly remember You're not there I bow my head and close my eyes But there's somebody missing Every hour of the day is filled with pain I can't ignore. There's no such thing as normal anymore. We gather for Thanksgiving, but it's hard to be grateful through the tears. Pretty soon it will be Christmas. There'll be such a hollow feeling to my cheer I know you're gone and life goes on but I'd rather just skip happy new year where there once was joy and laughter my heart is bruised and sore there's no such thing as normal anymore just keep on singing As if nothing's changed Don't they know that everything is different And will never be the same Wow, that is a powerful song, Steve. Wonderful, and what a voice. It is. That's beautiful. And that basically captures, I think, what it feels like when someone you love is gone. I had one man call me up and, and say that he was listening to that song about five times a day because it just helped him to to let it all go and was really mm-hmm. expressing the way he was feeling. And You know, it's it, the thing about this work, it's like on the one hand, you wish that nobody needed it. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, you know, the reason we called the project Drink Deep is because we feel like, you know, the only way to to celebrate the life of the of the one you've lost and to remember them well and also to have the ability to move forward is to drink deep, is to experience it, is to feel the pain and, you know, and then extract that richness out of that relationship and out of those memories and, and then find the courage to move forward. I love what you're saying, Steve, that we need to experience it, drink deep, and feel the pain before we can move forward. Because what I often find is that people, well-meaning people, will come into the lives of people that are grieving, and they won't be there. They'll have a difficult time being with them in that pain. They'll want to move them forward. 
and they'll want to fix it and they'll want to do something for them when in reality the best thing that they can do is just be there with them as they're drinking deeply, deeply, like you said, and feeling the pain. Yeah, I think that's so true. And it's understandable, of course, when mm-hmm. somebody's hurting around you, it makes you uncomfortable. So you, you do want yep. to fix it. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's no way for us to restore what was lost to them. So fixing it is folly, really. It, it is just that idea of being present with somebody and honoring what they're feeling. Well, Steve, talk about, I know you give workshops. Um, where can I get the albums? Here I am now. Um, how do I get involved with your community? Um, website is musicforthesoul.org, and people can listen to the entire Drink Deep project there. Uh, We also have uh, a project called Chaos of the Heart for people who've lost a loved one to suicide, which of course has some very specific issues that are a little different. Um, All of our projects at our website uh, can be streamed. In other words, a person can listen there if they'd like. Uh, They can be downloaded for a donation of any amount. Or if people want physical copies, they can order physical copies there as well. And if they are interested in having uh, somebody come and speak, there's a there's a page on the site for that also. Wow, what a great service you're doing. And uh, I appreciate that so much. And, you know, um, I love that you're male also because sometimes uh, men just don't get that kind of support and that kind of from the heart that you're giving them. And I want to thank you for that. Thank you very much. I mean, I think, you know, we do need, as, as men in this culture, we do need to find a way to give ourselves permission to, to feel things deeply. I think it makes us better, uh, better friends, better husbands, and better fathers. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Thank you so much, Steve. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me on. Well, Heidi, uh, the music and everything, what an inspiring man Steve is. He is. I love what he's doing, and I love when he said, you know, being present and honoring the feeling is the way that we can help people after a loss. I, it's so powerful. And I'm going to finish with that quote he gave us because I just think it's so amazing. God has wired our brains to receive messages through song, and here's your opportunity. And thanks for listening today, and God bless. You've been listening to Open to Hope Radio, hosted by Drs. Gloria and Heidi Horsley. Like today's edition, all of our past programs are available on demand at opentohope.com, along with helpful articles, videos, resources, and links to help get you through the toughest time of your life. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and sign up for our monthly newsletter. Again, that's opentohope.com. Check it out today. Then be sure to stop by next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time when we'll be posting another edition of Open to Hope Radio. Remember, Others have been where you are. They made it through, and you can too, as long as you're open to hope.